Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Inside the cave. Inside the cave podcast. Outside Danny, word of the. You have some of the greatest questions and the greatest low blows I've ever heard. <laughs> inside the cave. Let's go. We're on the number one show inside the cave. Here we go. Welcome back inside the cave, cavecrushshop.com. You've heard us talk about it, hint about it for the past couple months. It is officially here, cavecrushshop.com. I expect everybody to go to that website who listens and supports this show. Now, I want to give a shout out to two people who actually bought a couple shirts from me today. Appreciate that. But uh, we need you to go to that website, all right? CaveCrushShop.com Dog, don't worry about if my internet goes unstable It's recording over here, alright So, as long as y'all good over there, I got it over here CaveCrushShop.com I'm gonna keep stressing it this whole episode CaveCrushShop.com Use the promo code CRUSH And get a discount For the next couple weeks CaveCrushShop.com Shout out to Mike and Big Dog and Roland For putting a lot of work into making that website look really good. It's look just, just as good as Foot Locker and everything else. CaveCrushShop.com. Did you get that? CaveCrushShop.com. We got a great show today. I am CB at I'm the Real CB. And next to me today, he's a Southern baby from Alabama, Big Dog. What's up with it, man? What's on the country rap team? Hey man, I'm gonna put y'all on some of that DJ screw. <laughs> I'm gonna see what you know about that. Yeah, we did country rap to you in a while. Also with us today, seasonal said. Hollywood said. Single said. Oh, Uh-oh. <laughs> nah, what's hey, what up, what up? Ready to yeah, talk some shit? Yeah, come on, man. I'm always talking that shit. Talk that shit. Please report 3D Films. Our boy Roland is here in the building. Yo, what it do, what it do. Hey, uh, I know everybody's wondering where's Joe Dirt. I want to give a shout out to Joe Dirt. Uh, he is a proud new father. Uh, I heard a birth of his baby girl. Just got the phone with him. So Joe is doing good. Give a shout out and add a boy for Joe Dirt for stroking keep on stroking what's the name of that song keep on i be stroking that's what I joe be Dirt. Yeah. That's, what I be doing. that's what joe dirt was doing <laughs> so add a boy to joe dirt and uh the birth of his new daughter he'll be back on pretty soon all right we got a good show today uh big herds coming on cat will be here with cat's corner we got some uh lady needs some advice on how to deal with her mother-in-law 
and a whole bunch of other stuff on Inside the Cave. Let's get it started with Kill Yourself and Start Over. The first segment, the A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. Alright, you got Sid. Alright, what's going on? Hey, I've been, you know, been scouring the internet. And my kill yourself and start over for the week be the uh, Mississippi Republican. His name is Representative Carl Oliver. And he said, about the people of Louisiana and the government of Louisiana, anybody caught taking down Confederate monuments should be lynched. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now imagine that. that this, this is a person that is, is in office. For Wait, the state of what? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> and he over here advocating lynching. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you work in the serving public office a state for, for people You're supposed to be a representative of the people and maybe he is you know just not the people that I want to be affiliated with but the motherfuckers say people should be lynched you know what that reminds you know what that reminds me of that reminds me of the videos that you see where random white people be saying like outlandish stuff to people of color you know Hispanics and blacks like they speak don't speak Spanish here. Just, just real bold with it. They just think yeah. they can get away with anything now. They do. They do. And that's sad. It's pathetic, man. But Carl Oliver, we, we got your ass on the scope, motherfucker. We watching you. Damn. Now, wait, who is he again? Uh, a Republican a representative for the state of Mississippi. Mississippi. That, that, that Mississippi is so damn backwards. I, I just... Like, we joke around about the South and shit, but seriously, Mississippi is like about five decades behind. I just don't, I don't get that. I, I, I told you, I, you know what, I, st- I last time, I haven't been to Mississippi in about, let me see, since 2003, but I kid you not, last time I drove down, I was in, actually in Memphis, um, Tunica, Mississippi. I was actually down there, I take that back, uh, it's about 2008. Do you know they still pick cotton down in Mississippi? Yes, they pick cotton. Now, I'm not saying that's a slave job or a black job, but they still hand pick cotton. Like, I thought so they don't got machines for that. I thought that's what I was about to say. Didn't they have a cotton gin or something like that back in the 1800s? Yeah, Eli. Dude, e- Eli Whitney. I <laughs> seen, I seen people pick cotton. This is less than a decade ago, bro. They were picking cotton. Like Mississippi is just so backwards. Oh my god. Oh, man, man that, that shit would tear, tear by the fuck out of me to ride down on the road and see some black people picking cotton. Hey, uh, I kid you not. I, Hold I, on though, but is it? But what is what's so different than that than having prisoners on the side of the road in orange jumpsuits cleaning for free? I mean, they're paying back man, a that's society. a little different. That's that's kind of I I get. I think I get where you're going, but mm-hmm. but I mean. If them motherfuckers doing that shit because they out here fucking up. They're paying the debt back. They're paying the debt back <laughs> you know to society. Right, pay- right, right. You know they're paying. But the- you got people out here uh, just up and getting up every morning, freely going to. A- I mean, I guess you got to get a paycheck, but god damn, I mean, they can't be paying more than McDonald's, can they? I mean, but you know, in Mississippi, yeah, I don't even think they, they got. Me- money. I don't even think they got McDonald's in Mississippi like that. You know. Yeah, they do. They just, they just serve fried chicken in there. 
Nah, they, nah Mississippi, they just serve, they just serve fish. They just serve fish in Mississippi. They just serve fish in Mississippi, bro. Hey, can I just, can I say something? I just, just real quick, I, I don't like, I don't want to get off the subject and make the show all long. But I was at a meeting, okay? Uh, they were talking about health, eating healthy. And a, a lady asked gentleman in there, guy, I know, okay? Older gentleman, about, he about just over 60. And we were talking about how unhealthy foods and, and how you can still eat certain things, but you got to just be cognizant of what you're doing. And she asked this man, what was your favorite food? You know, this black motherfucker said fried chicken. <laughs> now, I know that's your favorite food. That's your favorite food. But in the room full of white folks, that can't be your favorite food. I need you to lie. I need you to say fried meal. Did he say watermelon too? That's, that's the sexy. I ain't got to say, nigga, what's your favorite dessert? Watermelon? Damn. Boy, it's a meal. What's wrong with you? What about four of us in here? You should have went up and snatched this black card immediately. Now he ain't got one. Come on, this motherfucker. Both my wife was talking about my favorite food, fried chicken. I mean, I got him walked off. What the hell you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk. I need, I need you to lie in that spot. I was broccoli. What you say? Case of fried chicken. I wish you on that though. Aspa- asparagus spears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm with so you. the casserole? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, hey, the fried chicken who you got, dog? Man, I really don't have one this week, bro. But I don't shit going on. I'm gonna pass. Man, that's a lot going on. You it's know what? Hard. I'll take. I'm, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take big dogs. Then I got. Go one right, I got one right for him. I'm gonna yeah. take. I'm gonna do a twofer. We gonna give it to Coonass Stephen A. Smith, and we gonna give it to Coonass Charles Barkley. Both of them for two okay. I'm, you know, I, I had got a DM. Uh, somebody had sent me a video talking about Stephen A. Smith is making his attacks personal. Um, it's not about analyzing sports anymore. It's not about, uh, you know, the analytics of why this player did that or whatever. It seems like he's personally attacking black players. Um, the uh, what's my man, Colin Kaepernick and and Kevin Durant. And I'm a, I used to be a Stephen A. fan. I won't say I used to be, but I, I, you know, I used to like Stephen A. Smith. But he seems to be, his coon rate has went up a little bit too high for me. And he's right around the level of Big Dog's favorite guy. Uh, what's my man? Who's your, who's your dude who you said was cooning? Jason Whitlock, your yeah, boy. He, yeah, I think, he, I think he's getting real close to sniffing on Jason Whitlock with his coonery. And I, and I will, I will um, pull back on my comments about me and you going at it about Jason because I kind of came to his defense on that one argument you had, but I've been listening to him for a while, and yeah, he his coon rate is real, real high. So yeah, you know it's been for a while too, though. But yeah, I missed it. I missed it. I, I was kind of defending him on that one argument Big Dog had, but yeah, he lost some cool points with me. And then Charles Barkley comes out. Hey, with hold on one second though. What is the uh the what does Stephen A. Smith do? 
just the way he been, you know, the way he's been analyzing cats recently. It's not. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like if if what you what CB know what you're talking about. This ain't this podcast ain't for CB. The people need to know what what happened. Well, if like I said, if you if you listen to him and you take the temperature of him. And then you and then you put it alongside the other black analysts across Fox Sports One and ESPN, and you can kind of get a feel for this. I, I don't think it's personal with him, but it just seems a bit like he's like he's what they call caping up for the white folks. Well, you got to give some examples. You can't put that on that man. No, back it up with no examples now. Exactly. I just I just gave it to you. I said Kevin Durant. What, what did he say? You just gave me Kevin Durant name. What do you receipts? What do you say about Kevin Durant? <laughs> well, I can't quote the man specifically what he said. Paraphrase. Paraphrase. You can't, you can't just get a man cool of the week. And, uh, right. <clears throat> and you he don't gets, have nothing to bag it up. He gets, right. he, he gets cool of the week. Trust me. Trust me. Tell us why. <laughs> what did he say about Kevin Durant? He was ugly? He was not being a little boy? Yeah, no, no, say no, that. no. Hey. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> Kevin Durant here napping in the. Hold on, it's it's, hey, it's, it's joint is peasy in the bug. It is peasy. It is. This is fucked up. Joe look like he got little black corn kernels on his head, man. That nigga here fucked up. Hey, that ass curl didn't take, did it? <laughs> <laughs> this goddamn hair. This hair need to kill yourself and start over. Think I'm lying, man. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm listen, I'm just saying, you could just, if you listen to the show, yeah, I, okay, let's forget Kevin Durant. He's put it like this, the only thing I heard him say about Kevin Durant is, uh, he made the weakest move in basketball history. Nah, that's not the only thing he's been saying. He's been saying it like over a, over a, a, a long amount of time, and it just Give me two like, examples. Don't give an example. You give it, I need you to give an example. Well, like I said, I don't have one, but I got one for. Okay, we, got there one. we go. There we go. No, no, no. I got one for. I got one for Colin Kaepernick, though. Okay, give us one for Cap because he told him to sit that. Now, listen, I'm not even a big cape up for Colin myself, but the way he went about talking about Colin, it just seems like to me that he's caping up for the white folks. What did he say? Only that thing he what did he about say about Colin? You say for an example. He said he was with him until he advertised that he. Didn't vote. Yeah, he he killed him for that. Killed him. Mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah, I think we all did. Yeah, what was wrong with that? I I just feel like he's getting. I just feel like he's cooning. I think he's cooning a lot, a lot more than he used to. Mm. I think he's on Jason said, you know, this coming from a guy that was backing up Whitlock, so <laughs> I don't know. Right. Well, 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 you this, brother. Now who you came for? Who you came for? Uh, I believe Roland got up on the flat side of the earth this morning. Nah, <laughs> I'm taking up, up for flat earth. Is that what you saying? <laughs> nah, man, come on. Oh shit! So you trying to say I'm keeping up for flat earth? Hey, man, no, and the audio starting to sound like shit. CB, you hear that? No. Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> Can I, you can't come on killing well, people, go, man. Go, they don't have legitimate 
legitimate receipts to back up. What and you know, every, every week we get well, CB is getting killed because they saying we throwing out shit and we not backing up with facts. Well, I've been away for a couple weeks, man. Y'all can't be holding me to a standard that CB didn't messed up. So you the conspiracy theorist who does all the research and you don't have nothing to bag up. Man, this is a kill yourself and start over segment, man. I'm hey. just throwing up softballs, man. Uh-uh. You don't you don't get no pass. You know, you know. All right, well, can I can I go can I go to Charles Barkley? I got receipts yeah, on that. Go to Barkley. Go to Barkley. Because I did have two. First of all, that was still in yours. You didn't even have one. I got right. one now. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I wonder who I wonder who it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, all right, Charles Barkley got a new a new show out. It's called Race in America. Y'all heard about that? Yeah. Okay. I think you should get a kill yourself and start over having that damn show. How the hell Charles Barkley gonna have that show talking to white folks about black folks when that boy ain't been black since nineteen eighty five? God damn, tell me how you really feel. Talk that shit. Am I, am I wrong? What do you do? I I have a say. He got a show. He has a show supposedly representing black folk. Like he's the black person. Along with uh I can't remember the other cat's name. He's like a, a um like an activist type dude, writer, <laughs> like that. And um he's talking to this rich dude. I think he's the owner of some company, and he's like Oh, don't you understand that we want the same thing y'all want? And the dude coming out his neck like, well, what do y'all want? Talking about black people. And I'm like, how are you sending Charles Barkley in there as a representation of black folks? He don't he don't speak for all black people. Like I said, Charles Barkley ain't been black since 85. First of all, he's rich. Number one. Number two, he's married to a white woman. So when Charles Barkley ever felt being black in America? But Roland, just because you date outside of your race don't mean you're not black. Thank you. Because my kid's mom is white. And y'all damn motherfucker tell me I ain't hundred percent nigga. And yeah, but, just because but, you speak on a black issue don't mean that you represent the entire black race. But that's you how know? it's being but that's how it's being taken. They could have sent a better representative than that. I mean well, if they sent a better representative though, I mean yeah, I mean it's entertainment. You can't take that motherfucker. You can't take y'all right. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. It's not entertainment. It is a it is a show supposedly talking about real issues. Just like I told y'all about I that. Mean, I, I saw the show advertised, but I hadn't had a chance to watch it yet. I, well, I seen a segment on uh, um, CBS Morning News, and he was being interviewed, and I uh, also seen a couple clips on Instagram or whatever. And I'm saying the totality of the show may be great. I'm just saying, how do you get him to be the guy out of all guys? Like I told you, when when they sent the representation of the people to go in to see the president-elect, Donald Trump. I'm like, how is you sending Steve Harvey and Kanye West in to, to speak to the issues of black people? I don't think it was a vote that we actually sent them. I know we didn't, but that's that, that, that's the point I'm trying to make. They were chosen. So how do you choose? How, how do you choose that? How do you choose those particular people? Okay, but who chose them? Who chose them? Evidently, the producer of the show, and then t- Donald, Donald Trump. Who chose the people to go talk to the president? He did. He handpicked them. Trump did, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, what do you expect from Trump? Exactly what we I mean, say. Do you actually think he's going to want somebody that's in there that's really, uh, I guess you could say, pro-black, as you want to say? Right, but that's not what y'all were saying earlier. No, I mean, we said it in the beginning. I mean, it don't hurt to go in there and talk. I mean, 
you may get some out of it, you may not. But at least you put it out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that one, Big Dog. So basically, if something's going bad, you, you, you think it's best just to not say nothing. No, nah, I didn't or, say that. Well, we sit there and we talk amongst each other. No, nah, I didn't say that. Didn't say that. That's not what I said. But I mean, the, the powers that be, you still can go in there and voice your opinion on it, whether whether you get something out of it or not. You know what I'm saying? So, so you you would choose. So basically, what you're saying is is that you would choose to participate in a dog and pony show just to go through the motions to make yourself feel like. Well, I took advantage of the opportunity to tell him how I felt. What I'm saying is if the president, whether you agree with him or you voted for him or whatever the case might be, if you got a chance to go in there, regardless of why they want you to get in there, it's up to you to choose what you say once you get in there. No, that's not mm -mm, That's not what I asked you. You can't answer a question with a question. What do you mean? I, I, didn't, I didn't ask you a question. I said it's up to you to choose how you... Uh, represent yourself once you get in the room with him. No, 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 but I'm asking you specifically a question. You would choose to be a part of a dog and pony show just to go into a room and talk to someone who 99.9% .9 chance he's not going to listen to shit you got to say. That's what you tell him. And you know going in, it's a photo op. You know that going in. And if you don't know, then you just naive and I'll give you a pass. But first, we got to admit, we know that that's what you're going in there for, right? You go, people go to jobs every day. And I'm just use that for an example. You mean to tell me if you work for somebody, uh, regardless of, you know, when you took the job, you knew what the job required. Uh, you got opportunity to go in there and, and speak your piece, regardless of the fact that you know what they stand on. So basically what you're saying is, you just gonna pass up on the opportunity to go in there and speak your piece because you because you think some people may say it's perceived as a dog and pony show or a photo op. All right, I'm I, I'm still asking a question that's not getting okay. Ready. I'm gonna break it down to you like this: mm -hmm. if if I had the opportunity to go in there and talk to Trump, yes, I would take the opportunity to go in there. Now, whether I get something out of it or not, I don't know. Right. But if you think I'm gonna go in there and filter myself. Or sell myself out. I'm gonna go in there and speak my piece on whatever issues I think I want to see addressed. What I'm saying is, you don't pass up on the opportunity just because you don't agree with what this person stands for. You still should go in there and voice your opinion. But that's he can't, not, he can't control that. But that's not why I'm going in there. That's what I, that's that's the point I'm trying to make. I'm trying to say that me personally, I recognize from the word go. That this is a dog and pony show. That's 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 it's just bad. as bad as that's just as bad as capping that not voting. Yeah. Same okay. same deal. So I understand now why you want to give Stephen A. Uh, <laughs> a kill yourself and start over because basically you saying because it's already set in stone. So it doesn't matter if we go in there and voice our opinion or not, or if we try to stand for something that is nothing going to come out of. All right. Well, you 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 answer me this, and then we can move to the next segment, right? So you're trying to tell me, and it's funny because I had an in-depth conversation about this today. So if somebody can explain to me, said or big dog, explain to me right now how voting has changed anything in the past, let's say 20 years. How is anything from year one of that 20 
to now? How did anything change for black folks as far as voting for a president? We had eight years of a black president. Oh, and nothing. So uh, tell me how. You really going to go there, Roland? I'm you just saying. Just, ex just explain to me how we changed anything. Oh, man. By the vote. <laughs> explain. We got me. black we got black politicians in office and still ain't nothing changed. So how can so so you explain to me when is this big change gonna happen running to the polls? The the change is gonna happen when we started educating ourselves to go vote on the local elections so everything can kind of filter upstream. But we've been voting. That's what oh. I'm saying. No, we haven't. We have too. Mm -hmm. He's saying about the local rolling. He's saying local. A lot of local. people ain't voting local. A lot of people don't even pay no attention to what's going on in their own Anything you got to vote on a local level, because most of the most minorities don't make enough anyway. Till it doesn't matter who the fuck the president is. But fam, we got black aldermen, we got black mayors, we got black. All black right, leaders. all right, you guys want Tell me? Tell me how it changed anything. Let me explain something to Roland. Oh man, please I, do educate me. I've been trying. I, I've really been trying not to even go because I get sick of saying oh this argument. And, and yeah. come with the real shit. See if you don't come with that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Stop all this old pandering and talking in circles oh, and shit. Speak man. your speak, man. Here's the thing, black people. Do you guys wanted Obama? To become president and write a law that says the 40 acres and a mule that's just for black people law. It doesn't, politics does not work like that. But that's if not you, what I'm saying. If you cannot see, if you, if you cannot see, if you cannot see the benefit of a specific things that Obama did that was directly for the black community just to start with obamacare all right how many of us you know my sister is in our in the medical field she was explaining to me when you get when you make the insurance equal for everybody i'm gonna give you an example if me and you both have obamacare right i can go to cook county hospital i don't know if they even call it cook county hospital no more it shows shows how out of touch i am with the with the city now but you said they still call it Cook County Hospitals or it's called Stroger. What is Man, it? Called? I don't give a fuck what they call it. Okay, but, but just think about like talk. think about it like this. Me and you both got Obamacare, right? If I go to Cook County Hospital, we got the same insurance. I go to Cook County Hospital. Do you know that I'm gonna get treated different whether if I take that same insurance and go to uh Rush or West Suburban or either upscale hospital? The point the whole point of Obamacare was that make everybody equal and get the same type of coverage. The whole point was this because when people go to the county hospitals, do you know they were they weren't getting the same type of treatment? So with the whole point of Obamacare was to make it an evil playing field. That's just one example. And I have family that's in the medical field that's telling us that. All right, that's told me that specifically. That they're that they're treating that they're still trying to treat you different, and you got the same insurances if you, if you use it in another in another luxury hospital. It's the same thing. It's the same dollar that's being spent, but you get treated different in county hospital. Obama, who do you think that's affecting? That's specifically affecting us. Who's dying of AIDS? Who's dying of high blood pressure and diabetes and not getting the right treatment? That's that was specifically done for us. Going into the jails and, and, and getting these guys 
out of situations where they were uh, non-violent offenders and being treated. Show you how Jeff Sessions comes in and he's taking all that away right now. That was something that was done under Obama. Non-violent offenders. Into the SC, um, SBCU colleges. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know what these people want, wanted Obama to say. This is for only for black. What kind of politician can go in there and specifically say, you know what, they say, you respect this analogy real quick. People don't always say, what has the Democratic Party ever done for black people? I really believe the Democratic Party is like the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's the Rooney Rule. At least black people have a, a chance or a voice. With, you know what I'm saying? Now, really, you're from you're from, you're from Erie, that's right? You from Pittsburgh? Okay, that shit's, hilar- that shit's hilarious to me, man. But okay. I don't want to keep the segment. I'm just saying though. But can you can you at least acknowledge that? Under- I have listen. First of all, I'm not saying that he had to make policy specifically for black people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm also telling people I've never told anybody not to vote. If you want to go through the democratic process and you want to cast your vote, all I'm saying is is that with black folks desire to vote to do that's not what's happening that's number one number two great example of obamacare hooray that's the that that's the one thing you got to stand on okay my point is let me finish let me finish my point is is overall black folks are no better or no worse off than we were 20 years ago that's because that's where you want to be at that's where if, if anybody feels like that that's a you problem because that's crazy. First of all, he only had he only had two years to get get his I'm thing. I'm not expecting him to do to anything get, to get his policy. Ac- I know, but he only no. had two years to get his policy across. Because after okay, that, he lost he lost a, he lost the House and the Senate. I'm not coming after him. I'm saying it's the process. Period. The process is not meant for black folks to prosper uh, at all. In some, in some, it's, okay, my point is this, and then I'm done. Okay, 20 years ago, you could get shot on, first of all, you weren't going to get shot on TV, but you can get shot by a white cop and not have a gun, and they get away with it, and right now, you can get shot on TV, fully recording, with no gun, by a cop, and they still get away with it. Nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. You can't change people's heart. You can't, you can't legislate people's heart. You can't take racism out of a system that's made to be racist. Simple as that. I got you. Politics ain't going to change that. I got you. That's all I'm saying. We're expecting things to change in a voting booth, and that's not going to happen. That that goes back to that goes back to what Dog said. That goes back. That's voting on the local level. That that goes back to that. There's a lot of people that run on local levels that people don't even participate for. But that's 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 what Dog was saying. And I can agree. And I can agree with that, but like I said, you have many cities with black mayors, you got many cities with black commissioners, police commissioners, and still things on a national stage don't change much, man. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm not trying to be an advocate for people not to go out and vote. Uh, all I'm saying is, is when you vote, don't have it. <laughs> uh, that some miracles going to happen in the polling booth. It's just not. All right. That's cool. Alright, uh, my kill yourself start over is the whoever invented the mankini. This is the bikini for men. I'm giving that person kill yourself and start over. You can see, look, Google it. You'll see what exactly what I'm talking about. Alright, that was kill yourself and start over. I guess I'll see you next time. Uh, let's go into this real quick. Uh, 
emails and complaints. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cage. We got a lot of them, but I'm just going to read uh, a few that I thought was interesting. A lot of people have stuff to say. This is from Lance. Uh, if that's how Inside the Cave is when y'all are together and live, then I need tickets to the next show. Hopefully, I'm in town. By the way, I have a newfound respect for Cat. All right. Uh, you don't need tickets. Just uh, pay attention to our Facebook page. Next time we have an event, just come on. And Instagram. Instagram. Don't forget Instagram. Yeah, no, nah, he ain't on Instagram. But oh, okay, dang. I shouldn't say that. But, but all right, here we go. But, yeah, pay attention to our Instagram too, so all the other listeners. I was just talking to this guy. All right, Troy. Wait, what? Did she say I don't have Wi-Fi? Where y'all find these girls from? Give Cat my number. I need that action in my life. Cat uh, only likes older men. For 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 far as I know, Cat likes older men. Troy, you're a little bit too young, and wet behind the ears. This is from Stacy. Said is funny, but he is so nasty. If you guys want to go to the next level, he is going to have to learn how to tell a dirty story without being so vulgar, in my opinion. But my Kurt, my girl Cat went toe to toe with him. Very funny episode. Said. Yeah, I, I see what I can do. They <laughs> <laughs> ain't making no promises. All right, Nina. Who was the cave crush? Ebony or Cat? Cat was so on. Cat was so on point, and now I see why she is the sole female voice of Inside the Cave. Y'all guys wasn't a match for Cat. I mean, well, I wasn't there, so I'm, I can go toe to toe with Cat. I just happened to not be there. You know, I ain't no woman. Ain't can't no woman out talk me. Ain't can't no woman do nothing better than me. So I ain't trying to hear that. I mean, you was back oh. what you, doing what you normally do, right? Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, that's what he was doing. <laughs> going down, I was picking up niggas. Hey, hey, you better watch. You better hey, watch. Said, you sent his ass to the store to get a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he went down here, so came back to three niggas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See me when you get them from? Oh, I know them. My bad, my bad. Hey, <laughs> he come up here talking about what happened, what I missed, what I missed. Hold on, bro. Hold on, though. You better watch what you say because Kat was describing some things she did really well, and I don't think you want to be good at that. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Ain't the woman that would do that better than me. Yeah, I wouldn't say that too loud. She be went downstairs to get a romper. You might, you might be catching a couple of them dudes with <laughs> mankinis at your door. Oh man! Hey, who said they had no Wi-Fi? I don't remember that. Oh girl, Ebony. Yeah, I don't know what's session on Wi Fi. Well, maybe hey, this is from uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't need Wi Fi if you got a cell phone, like yeah, that. I don't know what they was talking about, but I remember her saying it too. All right, here we go. This is, this is from Yeah, I didn't think it was chaotic either, but he, he is kind of right. You you was you, you like when you start to kill yourself or start over, then you jump to something else, and like 15 minutes later, you came back to it. Well, the reason why y'all don't feel as chaotic because y'all was causing the chaos. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Hey, you ever notice how uh, a, a woman with badass kids don't never see, never realize her kids is bad? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell badass kids is these? The badass kids. Where the fuck is Bebe? Well, can I can I make a suggestion, please? No. Can we can we stop? Can we stop with the locker combination, dude? Oh, that's, dude, I, any, nobody under thirty five even knows what that means. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. the women that you ain't lying, bro. Every, every time you ask that question, they're like, yeah, they "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. he, he 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 dating himself, man. He aging himself right on the air. Oh, now he's gonna put it off on Bentley because there's nobody on it now. What's that our first Carol Crush in the history? Get the fuck out of here. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, first of all, it's, it's, it's dated and it's dated. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> nobody knows what that means. It's, as a matter of fact, it actually makes them look bad because they be stuttering and stammering. They don't know what in the hell you talking about. Let's get into this. Hey, uh, hey, CD, but before we do that, I just want to correct something that I said. I wanted to say HBCU colleges. What you say? I think I don't know what the fuck I said, but I know I didn't say that. I think you said like something like SBU or HSU. I don't know what the fuck I said. Rolling had me uh, in a moment right there. I know. I dared your dad. Had me fucking up. I meant to correct myself and reset and start over for that one. Oh, did I tell you guys to go to cavecrushshop.com? Leave your locker combination. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the car. Right. Get, get, get the latest in cave fashion at cavecrushshop.com. That's Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking in-ring guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and Cave Crushes. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Maya, and I'm going Inside the Cave. And Cave Crushes. Want to hear hot takes and hot takes only on Blow Down the Cave? I don't know what's going on with the fashion trends nowadays, man. I mean, Instagram, Twitter, 
uh, Facebook, man, they just going crazy with these new trends. Uh, I, I, I seen something the other day that I was totally aghast by, and that is the male romper. <laughs> that hell is a male romper and why are men men if you need to wear anything that has to be put male in front of i think it might not be for males you don't buy that shit in the men's section i didn't see jean ones i didn't see flower ones i didn't see celebrities wearing them i didn't see regular folk wearing them man what is going on man everything ain't for everybody can we please stop with the male romper leave that shit to the women let them have their thing let them have their thing no male rompers we too uh -huh. manly for that so so you're saying i can't wear my coveralls to work no more that's not what it is there see that's where the, <laughs> Bruh, the little painter's outfit that's those are overalls that's different and then you got jumpers this thing is called a uh this thing is called a romper it's like a it's, I got you, bro. I'm just fucking with you, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. It, it had me jacked up. I had to look it up. I was like, man, jacked up. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> look, I'm, I look, I already know I'm all. Hey, bro, you over your time, man. Well, y'all talking to me. I thought it was. Oh, <laughs> y'all talking to me. I, I thought it was. I was allowed to say my piece and what no input. Hey, you know, every time you say something, we got to say something, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You got something? Yeah, man. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing all these comparisons of athletes of different eras. I mean, you, you really can't make that comparison. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, for all the so-called sports analysts, you know, every every uh, I think every game of the of the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? We want to sit there and try to compare today's athletes to the athletes of the past. Everybody's going to think their era was better. You know what I'm saying? Kill that. I got you. I got you. See it. Damn, you go, I'm going to go last. You go last. All right. Well, all right. I want to address uh, something. Somebody sent this in. Kelly. She says, CB, I agree with Crystal Stone. Most of the women in the NBA don't like men, so why should they dress in a sexual manner to attract men when clearly they are not into men? All right, Kelly, this is what I'm, I'm going to address this on Around the Cave. Every job has a uniform, all right? Every job, no matter where you work at, they have a uniform or a standard dress code. And if the WNBA wants to dress like the NBA, then maybe the women in the, in, in, the M, in the WNBA should just try out for the NBA. All right, this is not this is not about who this the, the, the players in the WNBA are into. It's not about that. It's about the fact that, as far as I know, they are women, and they, if they want to progress should dress as women you want to know the real reason why the wnba is even around right now because they would get too much heat if they cancel it that is the only business that has been around for over 20 years that has been failing and they keep it going there's no such thing as any business in this in america that that, that can be failing like that and still keep going anybody else would have been got rid of the WNBA but because it's a women's league and they don't want that heat they keep it going so if you're going to keep it going have them dress like women alright that's my piece of the smile go ahead Sid thank you uh, my around the cave I'm not it's most, not a rant so much as uh, 
just a recognition. Uh, double salute to Cuzzo, Joe and the birth of his daughter. You know, all of us got kids, man. Just again, take time to be appreciative. You know, smell the roses. Acknowledge people in your life that you love. Kiss your kids, tell them you love them. Enjoy your life as best you can. It's a lot of bullshit going on out here. Uh, politically, financially, you know, you know, a lot of people out here just making ends meet. Don't let that distract you from more important things in your life, which is your family, your friends, your loved ones, the people you love. That a boy, see? And that was Around the Cave. Did I tell you guys to go to cavecrushshop.com? Yeah, go to cavecrushshop.com uh, and buy the new WNBA uh, uniform. <laughs> don't be getting that on there. <laughs> We don't, we don't sell failing products on our, on our kcrushshop.com. What about an upgraded version? <laughs> the question of the day. And I got a question. Okay. And let's let it rock. I, I want to know y'all's opinion. With uh, the ever-changing times of this world, you know, where we are today, thinking back to when we were younger, could you see, see where we are now back then? And I, I can admit I didn't. And so with this question... And this is to everybody, and I know this probably gonna stir the pot real good with you, Roland. But <laughs> no, 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 and it's not really a controversial question or anything. It, it's, it's my question is more. It's by bottom line. My question is: Is college, or should college, still be as important as it is today? And I'm asking this question for this reason: You go to college, you get an education. You leave that $100,000 or so in debt, depending on what school you go to. But you're going to leave that probably, let's just say, about $100,000 of debt. And then struggle to find a job. If you're going to school for architecture, okay? Going to school for nursing, computers, you know, whatever. Why can't you go to school strictly for that? Why do you have to do the prerequisites and do all this other shit? It's kind of almost the same thing with high school. Tell me where in your job have you ever had to, you know, bring up history or science or social studies of any kind? Why are we still, huh? I totally agree with you. Why are we still teaching by the old guard? Why are we saying, okay, you are a senior, you're a junior. We need to get you people more up to date, which most kids are, with computers. You need to learn how to code. You need to learn how to write programs. You need to learn how to do this, that, and the third. Not everybody in here is going to go to college to be a Rhodes Scholar. You need to prepare yourself for life outside of school. And social studies ain't going to do. Well, that's, that's because that's not the intention of school anymore. <clears throat> From what I understood growing up, and uh, from what I studied online is that school was to educate America's populace so they can participate in a democratic process. Meaning the reason why we have the vote is because the country was supposed to be ran by the people. And in order for the people to help run the country by choosing particular candidates, they had to be educated, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not the case anymore. Slowly but surely, the higher ups or the people who make decisions have pretty much taken that out of the hands of the people. And they pretty much seemingly, 
I'm not I'm not coming with hardcore evidence, but seemingly has dumbed us down. So now the same degree that you would come out with, you know, 50 years ago, and A meant more back then than it does now. So the education system has started to dumb itself down. So now a kid that comes out with a 4.0 really isn't as smart. You hit, that's why you have more 4.0s because the the requirements to get the 4.0 isn't as high now what well, can i argue this can i argue this you got more 4.0s because access to knowledge is great yes you could you could make that argument but i believe that the numbers would 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 disagree would disagree with that because what numbers of un, of un, uneducated americans walking around uh, you know with people with degrees they're, they're dumber than than a fucking red brick you know what I mean? When when they look at college, when they look at people who come out of high school, right? And this is the whole disparity with the whole white and black thing. They always say that the SAT is a racist test because the things that are on the test isn't necessarily the things that a black kid in Compton would learn at his high school. So, you know, that's what that's 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 part true. But can I also argue that you probably got more uneducated people? What's considered this, that you're being told are uneducated people because they might actually be educated, but just because they can't, you know, trigonometry. I never use trigonometry in school. I don't use algebra at work. No, I, know, I but but the thing is, most people that even if they are smart can't afford to go to a four year college. And you know what? Right. Can, I, hold on, can, I, can I move to that? Because right. let me let me because I'm actually saying I'm actually agreeing with you. I was just I was just kind of right. giving myself some some background on that. So yeah. moving into the college, I believe what you stated is actually going on. Um, but it's not it's not something that in our society is uh, is pushed, meaning it's yeah. not people aren't saying this is what you should do. So there is. Um, you can go to college for just this or just that, but what? they push these four-year colleges because in these four-year colleges they they make a lot of fucking money. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, uh, money grab. It's, it's a money grab. It's a money grab. It's, it's almost like like medicine. It's, it's money yeah. in the treatment, not the cure. Exactly, exactly. So you know, so, college is kind of like the same deal, right? And, and it's kind of like they want to keep uh, keep certain people at a certain. <clears throat> financial level you know what I'm saying so even if you get this education uh, by the time you come out you got student loans on top right. of a mortgage on top right. of a card note and, and, and it takes fucking what 30 years to pay for a house you know what I'm saying so I mean how can you get ahead unless you invest so when you start looking at the people that's really making money shit half of them they go to no college well, check this out. I'm going I'm 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 to give you something from your man who some of us might not like, but he, to me, hit the, the nail right on the head. And that's your boy, Dr. Umar. He said, they'll give you a car loan. Give you a, they'll give you a, a mortgage. They'll give you a student loan, but they won't give you a business loan. It's very, very difficult to walk into a bank, even with a business plan to get $100,000 to open up a business. And going back to uh, what said, I agree with said and Roland on this, when we're talking about school, and for example, I'll never forget, I took a, a skilled trades test and the whole gimmick behind that, everybody kept telling me CB is fixed. They already got who they want to be in skilled trades. And I said, well, no, I'm gonna take the test, I was invited. And so when I go in there, they give you 30 minutes to take a math test 
uh, or geometry and everything like that. And they say no calculator, no phones or anything like that. Now this is 2012 or whatever. Where in America can you do? Do you do anything without a computer, a cell phone, or it, 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 the fact that you're doing it long math? Who does long math anymore? So, <laughs> so it goes to show that they already have. I'm not just using that as I'm just saying, like, if you really want to get ahead in life, all you need to do is learn how to use your phone. You can ask Siri everything. So it goes back to what Seb was saying. Yes, we need to teach kids how to program codes and how to and how to work a computer and work how to work a phone because that's the that's the key to life right now. But why? But why? But why are we as a, and I'm not just talking about black people, so let's not take it there. But why is it that why is the temperature of society still telling high school kids you got to get your degree? You got to yeah, get. Well, you said it's, it's the economy. Yeah, it's the money grab. Then okay, and, and so you got teachers. You got teachers telling you that because the teachers are still under old guard mentality. Who, who, think about who has a high school kid right now on this on this call? I do. I got one just graduate. Okay. What did you did you tell your kid to go to college? Yes and no. I, yes, for the simple fact that if you he, he my son is dumb, but he's not you know. Code. His mind isn't on code. I've always pushed him. You need to learn about computers. You need to learn how to do more things with programming and stuff. That is the so, future innovation Sam, technology. Sam, yeah. Let me let me interrupt. No, I, you don't need to get personal with him in this. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying overall from the time yep. and it's the, from the time he was in the tenth grade, you basically programmed him with what you were programmed with. You told him to go to school, regardless of what you need to do in the coding. I ain't talking about that. I'm just saying, overall, you pretty much preached. Even if you didn't say it with your words, you preached college, didn't you? Or I, I, I spoke, yes. I spoke highly of him going to college because, unfortunately, the way the system is set up, what a college degree is a new high school diploma. Yeah. I, disagree, I, mean, I disagree. Now, now I, you're contradicting what you just said. You just said. No, no. I say that I, I, I think that we shouldn't have to. But I'm also smart enough to realize that okay, if okay. he does not go to college, he right. is going to have a very hard time supporting himself. But right. see, that's and that's where and and, and and let me say this, and then I, you guys can head the floor again. But this is what I'm saying, man. I believe that. Now I'm talking about it specifically the black community. Now. But this is what our problem is, fam. We need to teach our children how to be entrepreneurs. And I'm not talking about some bull crap, some side hustle or some, you know what I mean? I'm, right. listen, trust me, I still got a, a nine to five, right? But what I try to teach my kids, man, is, is you don't have to go with the regular ebb and flow, man. We own a hair salon. My wife went to school. I supported her while she went to school. She also went to school to get her teachers. Now she makes her she makes her own hours. She does what she wants to do. We have everybody working up there like a family business, man. And I'm not saying it has to be that. Yes, she had to go to school to get a certificate, definitely. And I'm not saying that I'm against higher education to get a specific thing. But what I'm saying is, is that there's so many opportunities for us to own the family dollar, for us to own the grocery store, for us to own the Foot Locker, 
that if we would empower ourselves and take back over those things, then we could be an overall help to the whole community. And I'm not excluding whites in that conversation, but what I'm saying is, is that once you take back the community, then you can police it. Not literally with badges and guns, but what I mean is, is that you have now taken, there, there was a saying in a program that if you gave a low income person a nice house in a in a up in a better neighborhood that they would take pride in that house because they owned it that they would take care of the front lawn that they would do this and that and all i'm saying is is if we taught our kids how to have ownership over stuff instead of going to a nine to five i'm not saying that everybody can do it but at least teach our kids that that's an option instead of just saying go to this school get in debt go try to find a job in this particular field half these kids especially in today's way of thinking they don't even know what they want to do now you got these very very smart kids from age five that can do that man but all i'm saying is is that we should strive to own something instead of always looking to looking to work for somebody else and i'm off my soapbox thank you <laughs> but I, I do agree I do agree with you saying but and there's no but to that but but I, I feel what you're saying I, I you're, you're not trying to just I, I can't send him to a gunfight with a knife man unfortunately you know, in, in order to filter in order for you to filter through the bullshit for your kid to be able to move in that in that lane that you're trying to put him in you know you got to be the one to break that cycle absolutely you know, so if we the ones that's doing the nine to fives, <clears throat> we got to position our kids so they don't have to do that. And that's why I opened up a salon so they can work in it. Exactly. That's that's exactly my point. Is that I opened a salon just for that reason, so they don't have to. So they don't have to work for somebody else. They can. Play. But how how my man say how Dame say we got cookies, man. My son got cookies. <laughs> Alright, that was the question of the day by said for Inside the Cave. Give us your opinion, inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Let's get into this the Big Herd Sports Update. The Big Herd Sports Update with Charles Heard on Inside the Cave. Charles Heard, what's up, bro? What's going on, man? How are you guys doing? Hey man. What's up with the herd? What up, man? Thanks for calling in, bro. What's up, what's up? What's up? I haven't heard from you guys in a while, man. It's like missing my family. Right. Oh man, that's good to hear, man. Consider us family. I appreciate that. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Welcome back. I appreciate uh, it. All right, yeah, how you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. Let me let me be the first to say that I will eat all the crow that you want to throw my way, and I've been purposely <laughs> I've been purposely not on the show because I don't want to get dogged out by the uh, by the genie that is the herd <laughs> and calling these no no man no 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 you, you know what man it's it's not even it's not it's not even like that it's uh it's a situation of you know sometimes you gotta you gotta you kind of see like how they plan but you know I, I said it a while ago that kevin love was gonna get hurt because it's 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 the way that he plays man and i, I think the Cavs are a great team but I, I, I swear to you, man, that when they play so good, it just seems like karma comes back and it does something to them. And, and if you guys agree with me or not, the last two games, LeBron did not look like itself at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about the Eastern Conference Final. What's going to happen there, man? 
Give us your take. I tell you what, man. I I, I go ahead and I will say um, I I think that Boston will win one more game um, because because the last game was just way too close. Boston was actually supposed to win that game um, when you really look at it. LeBron LeBron has four fouls in the first half um, coming down. I mean, you got to take advantage of that. I mean, that, uh, for a team not to take advantage of uh, the the, the most dominant player in the league having four fouls and sitting on the bench and you're up by I believe at that point in time they were up what, what 12 points or something like that I'm not taking advantage of it it was a big hurt to them um, but even still when you look at that team man and you see all the trials and tribulations that they that they have and and you see what they went through it's not it's not something that um, that I thought that they would be able to overcome you know, I, 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 you know how I believe. It. I think it's, I think it's rigged. I think that uh, TNT, you know, LeBron got uh, his our own podcast or whatever on our TNT, and uh, ran by the something ran by Turner. And I think they're just like, hey, I need you to extend the series, man. I think when it's all said and done, LeBron James will be in the same category as Pete Rose. Can I, can I ask oh, a serious wow. question to her, please? Let me let me ask a serious question. Um, do you feel, since you are Nostradamus himself, that because um, no, and I'm I'm not I'm I'm not even kidding. I'm dead serious because you pretty much from our earlier first round conversation, you've been kind of nailing um, all of these little nitpick things that kind of went on. So, do you think without Thomas, if if Boston can win another game and push this to six or even seven, do they do they start rethinking this Thomas thing? No, nobody has built a team around uh, a five eleven guard. Uh, nobody has actually even won a finals g- game except for Allen Iverson. Have you heard of Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, and, and Isaiah and the other Isaiah Thomas, the, the newer one. He's not even five foot seven. Barely five foot eight. He ain't five that's, eleven. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's five well, seven. Like, I know he's short as hell. Somebody his height. Do you build around that or do you do you deal him? Like they didn't draft him. They got him on a trade, right? Right. So Well, the- I'm gonna tell you what's going I, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. That's a great question too, Roland. Uh I believe what's gonna happen is that they're gonna draft Laraz uh, Ball and um and, and go ahead with that and try to keep um you know they're going to they're try to. They're, of course, it's going to be somebody out there that wants to uh, pick up Isaiah Thomas. I think he's making the league minimum when it comes down to um, uh, what well, not the league minimum. I think it's like six point two million dollars he's real making low, this year yeah. for somebody. Yeah, for somebody to play as good as he did, and the reason why that was is because at the time when he signed his contract, that was you know the the amount the league league average when they signed him. Um, so, uh, somebody's going to take up. Danny Age is actually a great GM, man. He's, he's done really well um, in what he's doing. But what it's, is he uh, doing? It surprises. It's, huh? What is he doing? What is you he mean, doing? You don't, you, like, that's a legitimate the trade, question. The, the, trade, the trade that he did uh, to, to get these things. That robbery, though. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What trade? I mean, what? for somebody to for somebody to even uh, mention that, that that's... You know what that's I like in that too. Hold on, though. Her. You know what I like in that too. You don't. You're not a genius 
if you was able, if you were the Dallas, if you was the Dallas Cowboy GM and you got that autumn picks for Herschel Walker, you don't get credit for that, man. That's called you found a sucker. That wasn't. No oh game. come on, come on. You that's you wrong. You wrong. That's that, what, that's come what on. Danny that's, you do get credit for that, man. You do get credit for that. You do say for me to. Why do you not? You pulled the train off. Okay, but my question is this. Oh, man, but the dude was a sucker. Man, come on, now. You can't, just because he was smart enough to get this trade pulled off in that manner, you can't call another man a sucker and say, well, it don't count because the other guy's stupid. All those draft picks that Danny Age has, and any of them turned into us. He hasn't had any of the really high picks. Hey, who is that? Somebody got somebody. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Our boy guy is not doing his job. He's supposed to, he's supposed to put it on mute. Our boy guy is not doing his job. What's that hey, what you, you, come on, man. He he has a he, he consistently picking in the middle of the round, like the, like the middle of the high, like seven, eight, nine. It's not a lot of times you get all stars up. And number two, he pulled off the trace in the Garnett and Pierce to Brooklyn to get those picks. From uh from picks from Brooklyn, that's going to be the number one pick this year that they got, and they got an opportunity to get the number one pick again the next year. Brooklyn suck, and he's kept this team competitive almost the entire time without any superstars. I think I think CB got a point though that his trade uh, and his drafting, but the but the picks, I mean, being able to pull off that trade was, I guess you can say, genius. But the but the picks haven't turned out. Really good. But he, this is the first time he really using the picks that he got from Brooklyn. He been keep holding on to him, consistently holding on to him, till they flipped over to this this number one pick. So he hasn't had all these fantastic picks from Brooklyn to use up until now. And then it, I mean, and then when you look at it in 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 Danny Age's defense, they're really in the last five years. He really only had like two or three superstars really come out. Or turn the you know what I mean turn into anything right? Now first you at first you knock them now you defend them because I, I kind of flip flopped on it because I'm like yeah I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's hard to, it's hard to pick somebody when there ain't really nothing out there. Well I mean you gotta you gotta look at it's not just about it's not just about who you're picking it's about the way that he illustrated those trades. So it's kind of like this man like for somebody to go in. And, and to to make another GM or another team think that this is a great trade and you're getting the best thing out of this because no no GM wants to lose in a trade. Right. He, this guy really set his team up very well. Look look at the picks that he got. Got the number one pick in the draft. Then he get the number one pick next year um, in the in the draft. So it, it's it's crazy the way that he did it. But he's doing everything from behind closed doors. He's just been a really, either he's really lucky or he really knows what he's doing. Well, they say if Danny Ainge, if your phone ringing, it's Danny Ainge, hang up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I bet the Lakers wish they had Danny Ainge pulling strings right now. Yeah. So you guys, they, they, they got somebody. He's going to shake things up, though. He's going to shake you things guys, up. You guys don't think the LeVar Ball is going to be a Laker? I'm, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. Danny Ainge is gonna take Le, he's gonna take Levar Ball, 
And then he might, he, he might just do it just so the Lakers could try to give up everything to get him. Now, see, that's stupid. So why, why are you making decisions based on another team? You need to be, make decisions best for yourself. If Danny Ainge does that, then he's not who you guys say he is. You should be only thinking about the Celtics, not trying to stick it to the Lakers, a, a rivalry that goes back, that, that's, that was only meant something in the 80s. That, that, that's, that doesn't, that doesn't I don't, make I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to take Markel Fultz and call it a day. I don't think nobody want to deal with LeVar Ball at all. I don't, man. That's a tough one. I, <laughs> if they pick, if they take Zoe instead of Fultz, I think it's a bad move because if they, unless they intend on taking Trey and Thomas, you can't have them two on the same team. But uh, you can because you can play Thomas, Thomas off the ball, run him off they the can, screen. They can, they can have, they can have him on the same team, run him as a two. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how big it's going to work out well? Run no, they don't need to be making. They need to just go ahead and make improvement. They don't need that. They don't need no projects. They don't need no what if guys down on the team. They really want to stick it to the Cavs while the Cavs are getting older. They need to go ahead and start making decisions. That's like that's gonna. I would trade the number one pick. Trade what? Why? Huh? Why? Yeah, you, you don't trade the number one pick. Get one. I, I tell you, I ask you guys this question. This is this is this is one thing I want you guys to really think about. Do you think that the way that the, the the Cleveland Cavaliers looked last night and the night before, that they even have a chance when go to the state place? I think I think Golden like, State. Let's be, be let's be honest. I think Golden State Stone Golden State will sweep the Cavs. Well, it's well, not, not going to be a sweep. They'll be the best. It's it's not going to be a sweep because the NBA is not going to have it. I told somebody that the other day, and I probably shouldn't have said that, but the NBA is not going to have it. I mean, the NBA does it. They, they've been getting heat from these uh, these uh, TV stations and ESPN being one of them about all this money that they paid them, uh, and, and they're they're not getting you know uh, legitimate games. Um, but LeBron James has has never had four fouls in the first half in his whole career until the other night. Can you believe that? And in a playoff game, he's going to get four fouls in the first half. Look, 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 Big you can ask me this. Let me ask you this, Big Hurt. Has any player ever got four? That's bad coaching. What player? What coach is going to let a player be be in the game in, in, the, in the second in the second quarter with three fouls? That's bad coaching. I I, I, I hear that, but I you I know, know, you know him, as coach, him as a coach. Him as a coach, he probably him as a coach. He was probably thinking it's a playoff. They're going to let these guys play. No, There's no way they're going to call four I fouls on a on a star player. Tyron Lue was thinking like, "Well, I can't take LeBron now. I'm gonna let uh, no. I'll let LeBron make the decision." Tyron Lue's no coach. Well, let, can, let me let me let me ask you this. Let me ask. Let me put my tinfoil hat on for a second. Based on what you just said, that the and now this is your words. The NBA ain't going for that, right? Let's add that with yep. the fact that we know, based on commentators set stating that TNT and ESPN break even if the series goes six and they make money if it goes seven but if it goes five or less they lose money 
Let's stop it. They, that's they what they said. Listen, that's what they said. They said a lot of shit. They're making money regardless. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, the, the point. The, the point of the statement is, is that they need the series that goes six or more. Correct. Yeah. I think it's going to go seven, though. I think. No, it's no, 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 no. Like I, oh. I, I got you, but but my point is this: yeah. is the four fouls based on? I'm not saying people are cheating. I'm just saying it was the was the referees a little tight with the whistle on LeBron because they were trying to get Boston the 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 go back home tied up two two. I, I, I tell you what, I can't, I can't, I can't, and in, in my position, I can't really say it. It was a cheating situation. All I can say no, is, what they say was cheating. No, no, no. If a player in his whole career, which LeBron has been, what he's been in the league, fifteen years. Something like that. 14, 14 years. Yeah, he's on four. Um, in his whole career, he's played many of games. He's been, we all know he's been to the finals. He's been in the playoffs uh, plenty of times. And for him not to have four fouls not once in 14 years, but it happens to happen in a playoff game, a long game, in a playoff game, that, 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 that has to be some type of uh, shining light. And, and we all, we all know that, we all know that a star player. Big Herb. They should never do that. Yep. Big Herb, I need you to find out. Get, get, get whoever you know, whoever does the analytics stuff at ESPN, find out the other guy who got four fouls in two quarters. I want to know who that guy is and who his coach was. That thought that was, was eight minutes into the second quarter, this guy got thir- three fouls. I'm going to keep him in. I, I want to know who the coach was <laughs> and who the player is. I, I don't think there's any other player that got four fouls. And playing, I, that's crazy. I don't think anybody. But regardless, he got. But he got him though. So why did he get him? Other yeah. than the coach left him out there. Yeah, bad coaching. That's what it is. Okay, but but the whistle. What a poor coach. Okay, but how? But it doesn't matter if he got because what you're saying is is that the cause and effect. You're saying he shouldn't have been out there. What we're saying is he shouldn't have never got the fouls. How did he get? Let the me fouls? let me ask you. CB, to, to go to go even further than that, CB, how many fouls did LeBron have in the second half? No, nah, did he get any? I don't think he got any fouls. He didn't get any fouls in the second half. <laughs> but he wasn't playing aggressive either. Uh, defense. Oh, yes, he was. There was a couple of those plays that should have, one play in particular should have been a charge. But it, Le- LeBron, LeBron, listen, it's, I, I feel, I feel like, and, and I think we all know that these playoffs weren't the best until the last four teams or, or the last eight teams, if you want to say that, uh, was was playing. Okay, so and I can't even say the last eight teams. I I'll probably say um, the last six teams um, were, were, were playing. But when you when you really look at this this game in a whole, once Boston won that one game. Um, I feel like the NBA said, "Hey, look, well, it's a chance. You know, this, here, here's a chance to, to to make sure that we extend these playoffs." Yeah. Um, I mean, nobody wants. Uh, what, how how does the NBA look if both teams are on a rest for nine days? Yeah, true, true. And, how, and how's that gonna look? And LeBron James is the NBA's whooping boy, so I, I, I see where you're coming from. But let's let's let's, let's get away from the four fouls talk. Let's talk about why doesn't the NBA call traveling anymore? You know, 
Kyrie Irving took like five steps. And <laughs> you know, it's, you know it's bad. You know it's bad when Allen Iverson was like Kyrie Irving is traveling a lot. I mean, when Allen Iverson was traveling. <laughs> No, you know it's They got the pot calling the kettle and the kettle calling the pot. I mean, seriously. I mean, how how is how is Kyrie Irving's moves considered handles? That's crazy. He makes Steve Francis look like a like a like a uh, like a ball dribbling wizard. Steve Francis used to travel a lot. I mean, this is um, uh, Kyrie Irving went from the three point line to to the basket. Hey man, we we just we just spent like ten minutes talking Cleveland, man. Let's get the fuck over with Cleveland. <laughs> you, know, you know, CB hate on hate on the Cavs. Yeah, man. It's like every time Harry come over here, you want to just talk LeBron and Cleveland. Right, Don't you right. shut the fuck up, man. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, he ain't about that damn flop that Greymond uh, Green did, did he? No, oh no, yeah, that was crazy. I didn't that see. was crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> I, heard. I know. I know you can't talk about. I know you're not supposed to talk about other networks. But well, what do you think about this whole with, with Christine Leahy from FS1 uh, and uh, and Levar Ball when they got into it? What do you think about that? Last uh, what was that last week? And uh, she tried to make it seem like he was threatening her because he didn't want to look at her. What do you think about? He did. He did. He threatened. He said, "It's like you gonna give it to that woman." Yeah, I was a threat. Man, that was no threat. All right, I guess we lost her. Threat. That was a threat. Now, I don't think he was gonna do nothing. But when you on camera talking to people, it better be a white woman than anybody else. And you say something like that, if guys got a quarter wrong, that's a threat. I don't think he explained exactly what he was in saying. Part, in, 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 in the context, context of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was saying like yeah. you coming at me, so I'm gonna come back at you. No, that's fine. But what he said is when people do stuff like that, you gonna get what you got coming. Is what he said to her. That's a threat. Yeah, that's not. That's not a threat. Yes, it is. You gonna get what you got coming. In the context of the conversation, it wasn't a threat. Yeah, the, you could take context so you want to. That was a threat. Now my I mean, problem it, it is why, why didn't he clarify something? Yeah, you're right. He should have clarified it. I agree. The pro- my problem ain't what he's trying to do. It's the way he going about doing it. You ain't got to be on TV loud talking and cool dogging and carrying on like a fool. <laughs> you don't have to do that, man. He does not have to do that. If he if he from day one would have came out, hey, this is what we trying to do. Me and my son, I believe in my son. You know, we feel like we shouldn't have to sign a contract to work for anybody when we feel like we got a product that's ready to go okay. right now. It's, it's, a, it's not always what you say. A lot of times it's how you say it. It's just yeah, like it's you, just like pimping. You know, you, you get you some pussy, but if you say it the wrong way, they're going to be like, man, no. But if you can say the exact same thing, but in a smooth context and a smoother way, and you'd be smashed. Well, that's it. That's it. If, if, if we didn't know LeVar Ball like we look like we know what if we didn't know him like we know him now would this could his son be the number one pick which we which we're thinking he's going to be the number one number two pick i mean is he that all i know is what i know all i know is what i know see you can't say that he but him doing this is talk to his son my way his son can play ball his son can play ball there's a lot of people been picked number one and number two in the nba they ain't had a parent to say anything okay all right he just he he do he doing too much and he don't. And the problem, the problem to me is that he don't see that. Like, it, uh, like most cases in life, you don't see the own your own faults. 
And yeah. more so, the biggest problem, in my opinion, that I see out of him now is that even if he does realize what he's doing wrong, he just dug himself a hole so deep that now he don't. His pride won't let him say, "You know, I kind of been doing things wrong." His pride won't let him do it. He has to keep up this charade and this act because of his name, Levar Ball, and the way he he put himself out there, portrayed himself. He he can't turn around and come back humble now. His pride won't let him do it because the hole is too deep. You know what, guys? I I I and sorry, I, I fell off, but uh. Listen, it's, it, you, that made perfect sense in what you just said. I heard what you said uh, before uh, my phone disconnected. Um, LeVar Ball, man, I'm just going to say this about him. I think that he, in the beginning, he wanted to do what he was doing just to get a TV show, to make more money, to build a brand, and to be different than anything else that was out there. We don't ever hear uh, a player's um, father come out and, and basically be louder than the player is. Um, we never see that. Uh, and, and, all, and, and you can blame some of us in the media for, for taking advantage of it and making it a bigger deal because we gave him the platform to do it. Um, is he making money right now doing it? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to hurt him more than it's going to help him if his son goes out there and, and doesn't perform. Uh, do I think he's going to be a good player in the league? I, I believe he's going to be. I think he's going to be a good player. I don't think he's going to be a great player or, or somebody that can be um, a, a showstopper or, or or somebody that you want to build a franchise around. Um, but it's it's, it's going to be a tough role. He's made it ten times harder on his son than than it could have ever been. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's the worst part about it. Wasn't necessary. All right. Well, yeah. let, me, let me just throw this out to you guys, though. Let's just say Michael Jordan used the same strategy as LeVar Ball is doing for Lonzo. Would, would, would Michael Jordan's sons be in the NBA? No. Either you can play or you can't, man. If you Michael Jordan, if he couldn't get his sons in the NBA off of his, he couldn't get his sons into his own college, his alma mater. Did he try? Did he try? If I don't know what did Jordan do. You think Jordan didn't try? I don't think, think he did. Try? No, he didn't do that. Jordan's old school. He's like, get it yourself. So you know that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. TV. TV. Here's it. Here's the thing. He's never let them kids get anything for themselves. No. If you if you look at the Jordan kids, he gave one of the kids a Jordan store at Disney. Like if that's not getting it, come on, man. So everybody that comes to Disney can go to a Jordan store where you resell like the most valuable Jordans that your dad has. Come on, memorabilia, all that shit. Come on, yeah, yeah. So I mean, even though he, even, even though it sounds good, I mean, George, George never let those kids like need for anything. I don't think. I, I I I just think when it comes to Michael Jordan and, and the effect of it, um, Jordan Jordan's not. First of all, he's not going to put a product out there that he he knows is not good enough uh, for the NBA. I do. I think he got them in colleges where they could do something. Absolutely. I just don't think those kids wanted to play in the NBA. Maybe. I'm gonna just be honest with you. I, I don't think that that's what they wanted. I mean, they, when you're around your your dad that played that long. And you're going to be judged, and you're going to be uh, held up to the standards of, of, of keeping the Jordan brand on a national level. 
that's not something I think everybody wants. Yeah, you're right about that. It could have hurt. Uh, yeah, that's something that you got to look at. That's a good point. That was the Big Herd Sports Update. We'll be right back more inside the cave. Big Dogs Country Rap Team of the Week. Big Dogs Country Rap Team of the Week. Big dog, and I'm going inside the cave on the cave podcast with Big Dog's country rap team of the week. The southern baby big dog is turning up. Inside the cave. That was uh, Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week. Cat's not here, so I'm not going to even do Cat's Corner this week. We'll save for when she gets here. We're just going to go straight to the dirt sheets. I got one in honor of Joe Dirt. So, said, do me a favor and introduce the dirt sheets, brother. Said, do me a favor and introduce the dirt sheets. Nah. Big dog, can you introduce the dirt sheet? Oh, wait, we got the dirtiest man on the internet. Tell me something, CB. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment. On the K podcast. Tell him something, Joe. When inside the cage. Oh, it is the dirt sheets, and I got one straight for Joe. This is called. This is called Operation Hot Towel. Let me say that again. Operation Hot Towel. This story comes out of Chicago CBS local. City bus six massage parlors for prostitution 
in Operation Hot Towel. Now the reason why this is a dirt sheet is because Joe Dirt is known for going to these type of sleazy places to get what he calls massages. And uh, turns out the whole time he's been going in there getting more than just a massage, it seems like it seems like he's been getting uh, a lot of happy endings. But the good the good good old boys in Chicago police have stopped that with Operation Hot Towel. It turns out that the Chicago Police Department and the city department's business affairs protection called the Operation Hot Towel went had undercover cops investigating prostitution in these places a total of 84 locations were inspected and about 20 of these locations involved undercover officers and they shut down all these massage parlors that once again joe dirt is known for going there and i'm just glad that joe wasn't there when they did these busts because this would be real ugly under under dirt name so uh that is the dirt sheets operation hot towel Attaboy Joe. The Dirt Sheets by Joe Dirt. Uh, Alright. That was it. Hey, on our bonus episode, uh, I, I did an interview with a uh, comedian from uh, California, and we talk about some funny shit. So uh, you guys are going to want to hear this comic. Ty- his name is Com- Comedian Tyson Paul. Look him up. Follow him on Instagram at Comic Tyson Paul. He found us, said, and he's been listening to Inside the Cave for a long time. I asked him, how did he hear about us? He said somebody else told, put him on to us. So shout out to everybody in California that's listening to Inside the Cave. Comic Tyson, Comic Tyson Paul, he's a funny dude. You guys got to hear this interview. I'm talking about, I had my bullet points and stuff I wanted to talk about. He just took over. We talked about all types of stuff. Comic Tyson Paul, next week, bonus episode of Inside the Cave. All right? CaveCrushShop.com Use that promo code CRUSH Get you all the latest gear Inside the cave If y'all ain't got nothing else Then Big Dog you can get us out of here See On behalf of the guys at Inside the Cave want to thank y'all for tuning in And we'll catch y'all ass next week Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.